About a month ago, Prince Harry and his wife Meghan Markle announced their desire to leave royalty and live instead as private persons. There was a firestorm of negative media behind this. At the shelter, we watch MeTV a lot. They broadcast two episodes of The Rifleman every afternoon. While the turmoil about Meghan and Harry was in full swing, we saw the episode entitled Day of Reckoning. Royal Dano stars as a new preacher come to town who is actually a reformed gunslinger. Two of his former gang members show up and try to force him back into a life of crime. There is a long scene where they taunt him in front of worshipers at a church picnic. I couldn't hear the dialogue because of the noise in the room, but it reminded me so much of the six months that Mordecai ben Sion bullied me online and so much of what Meghan Markle has been through. One, use, one baseless accusation after another, one after another, and they just keep coming, and truth-telling has no effect. British TV personality Piers Morgan has waged an absolute vendetta against her, apparently based on some personal slight he felt he suffered years ago before she ever met Harry. In an article in the Sunday Times, a royal watcher named Roya Nika reported that a friend of William's told her he said this. I've put my arm around my brother all our lives and I can't do that anymore. We are separate entities. I'm sad about that. All we can do and all I can do is try to support them and hope that the time comes when we're all singing from the same page. I want everyone to play on the team. That's a pretty long quote. That's a pretty damn long quote. 60 words for someone to say William said that. And if I were William and a so-called friend took a statement like to th this to the press, that person wouldn't be my friend anymore. So I really have to question whether anyone actually said this. If you stand in a well-lit room and look into a dark room, you can envision or imagine anything you suppose in that room or happening in that room. This is called projection. It has nothing to do with what's actually there and everything to do with what's in your heart. This has happened a lot with Meghan and Harry. So there has been speculation about friction between Harry and William, speculation about friction between Meghan and Kate, all baseless. What does this person actually say what does this person actually do? That's what we need to pay attention to. I say there is no truth without love. In my Facebook newsfeed, it comes up again and again and again that any post designed to inflame your negative feelings 
fear, outrage, or anger turns out to be false. I can't help it that all this material seems to come from just one end of the political spectrum. I'm not the one producing it. But it does give me concern for the nation that so many people are willing to lie and believe lies. So when we see so much vitriol directed at Megan, how much of it can possibly be true? How much can be true? I say, if it's not loving, it's not. History tells us about various groups in ancient times who we know about only from the words of their enemies. Historians tell us these descriptions cannot be completely relied upon because enemies, after all, lie. It was common in ancient times for heathens to accuse Christians of cannibalism, and there is what is called the blood libel against Jews. In academia, what is called the documentary hypothesis, or JEDP, is the most widely accepted explanation for how substantial portions of the Bible came to be. It supposes four authors. One is called the priestly source. Now, it's not hard to dislike the priestly source. Almost all of the material in the Bible that people find offensive comes from this one author. But that doesn't give anyone license to hate the person. Some years ago, I read the Wikipedia article about the priestly source, and as it was at the time, that author was so hostile towards his subject matter that I finally found the article unusable. The article has since been rewritten. Prince Harry's mother, Diana, lost her life in an encounter with the media. At her funeral, Elton John sang Candle in the Wind, the song he wrote for Marilyn Monroe. Harry doesn't want his wife to be a candle in the wind.